Hello and welcome to our podcast. My name is Julie Anderson and I'm joined with my colleague Michelle. We both work in the student recruitment team and we've both been at RGU for over 10 years. So we have <laughs> quite a lot of background information on the university. Michelle, do you want to say hello? Hello everyone. So we have been asked to put together a podcast and when we were thinking about this, we discussed um, all the students that we have met after their time at RGU. And a lot of them have said, these are the things I wish I'd asked or I wish I'd known before I came to RGU. So we've kind of decided to go with the theme of the unasked questions. So I'm gonna kick that off with um, the alumni that we have that have said their top three tips or the top three things they wish they'd known before they came. So we can um, fly straight into that. I think my one um, would be that the time goes by really quickly. And I think um, it's quite boring to say, but just to be organised and to think ahead and to consider all the things you want to do in your time at RGU. What about you, Michelle? You've studied internationally, so you know. Yeah, absolutely. And it sounds like a really practical tip to say consider your time management um, but it is the number one thing that I hear you know graduating students saying they wish they had known at the start of their studies um, to be kind of better organized to uh, really kind of come to terms with when their assignments are going to be when their deadlines are and um, you know keeping on top of the weekly reading and, and so on again it sounds really boring but the benefit of doing that, then it unlocks the rest of your time because you've got real clarity on your study commitments. You then have that um, understanding of when you're going to be available for the fun things. So hanging out with your friends or doing a little bit of traveling around Scotland or UK or even Europe. Um, you know what time you're going to have left to do your um a part-time job and so on so that kind of very kind of boring and sensible time management um a recommendation actually spans and improves your your whole um experience as an international student or student and i think another top tip is um asking for advice you know ask the students who have come before we have it set up on our website don't we where you can speak to current students and um, it's quite easy to access previous students um, so just ask their advice. Where did they go? What do they enjoy about Aberdeen as a city? There's lots of nice places to visit, even good places to go for lunch, uh, a nice place to get a slice of cake. It's really important that you really enjoy a city. Yeah, definitely. And as you say, I've been an international student and that was, oh my gosh, 20 years ago. But I still love talking about my experience. So actually, incoming students speaking to current students, we are so happy to share our, our tips and advice. Uh, with you because it's it's us kind of passing our wisdom on to the next generation so taking advantage of things like the the you know chat to a current student uh, function on the website is highly highly recommended yeah and something that you said stuck with me as well when you said you've got to make it your own experience you know it's um, it's your chance to to have your experience overseas and it's a huge time and, and, and money investment isn't it so to make the most of all those different facets of studying overseas um, and to be able to say that you've really seen and visited a city so that you can talk about it when you meet people in the future that have had a similar experience. So oh, definitely, definitely. Something I think I would add to when it, to one of the points you made there, Julie, about not being afraid to ask for help. That is, you know, absolutely in the sense of um, speaking to people about 
what can I do, where can I go and stuff like that. But also when you are um, a student at university, there's a very defined, it's called the W curve. And it's basically a feeling that you're going to go through throughout your, your studies. And um, it's a W curve because you're going to have highs and you're going to have lows um, as well. And I just want to let people know that that is completely natural. Um, I had it as an international student, but I think everybody gets it as a, you know, a student progressing their education because you're going through that, wow, I'm doing something new and different. And oh my gosh, it's really, really hard. And then, oh, have I made the right decision? Yeah, I've got this. Oh, it's coming to an end. Ah, um, so there's um, that not being afraid to ask for help is also it's about kind of seeing what support there is for how you're feeling about things as well. So if you are feeling a little bit down, if you're feeling a little bit anxious, not being afraid to talk to your peers because they'll be feeling similar to you. They might be in a different place on the W curve, but they're on it. Um, but also looking at the resources within things like the university. So, um, you know, there are things like the counselling services, student support services. There's lots of people there that are willing to offer you that help. Um, but sometimes you just need to, you know, know that it's there and then have the confidence to, to ask for it to help feel that you're on the, the right track. Um, so, yeah, definitely not being afraid to ask for help, I think, works on, on kind of multiple levels. Yeah, that's right. And a lot of students I've spoken to at exhibitions and things have said, what can I read in advance of coming or what can I prepare so that I can really be ready for my course? But I think thinking about what you've just said there, because you come into it so quickly, maybe the best thing is to kind of research where you're going, have a look at the city, have a look at the different societies and groups and things like that that you might be interested in. So even if you haven't set them up, you've got an idea in your head of some things that you want to do while you're there. If there's another city in Europe, as you say, that you'd like to visit, just keep in mind on that. Have a look at the sort of academic calendar and think, right, I want to always be working towards clearing my assignment. So I've got this week off um, and I can actually have it off and not have to be you know, cramming for an assignment or something like that. So maybe that kind of, um, as you say, it's boring, isn't it? It's time management, but maybe just having that in your head before you come it will just help you pace yourself through the year um, without feeling too overwhelmed when you arrive. Definitely. And I think the, the last kind of top tip or, or point um, that you made earlier there, Julie, is when you say about making it your own experience, that's exactly um, part of it by doing your research, by knowing what you want to get from the experience, but also knowing what you can contribute to the experience then you can really kind of personalise that the whole thing. Um, again, when I was a, an international student, I felt it was really hard for me to leave my friends and family, to go to a foreign country, to arrive there. And if it hadn't been for my friends kind of dragging me along, I think I probably would have just sat in my room being quite content at all those factors that really made me feel successful that I'd done all that difficult work to get to where I was. But actually, I had some friends who were like, well, let's go out and do things. And there's an example that always sticks with me from some of our Indian students that a few years ago came to RGU, couldn't believe that we didn't have a cricket club because cricket, ironically, in you know Scotland is part of the UK, cricket isn't that big here. So our Indian students were absolutely gobsmacked at no cricket club. So they got in touch with the student union um, who helped them set up a cricket club and the cricket club is still going all these years later and we're talking like 15, 20 years later. So those guys, they knew what they wanted to do. They didn't find it um, existing. So they made it happen. And in doing that, 
they opened up an opportunity for you know students from Scotland, students from England, students from Europe to appreciate and benefit a little part of their you know an important part of their culture. So definitely that make it your own. Don't be afraid to to kind of have uh, the experience that you want to have and and to push that um, to happen because you'll enjoy yourself. But also you might find that you you kind of pull in some other people um, and and really enhance their experiences as well. Oh, that's really cool. I like that. Um, okay, so the next question that is, it's never directly asked, <laughs> but it's always kind of hinted at, and it's really being really, really blunt. Is it worth the time and money? So how would you answer that, Julie, if somebody was just to come out and say to you, people are far more polite than that, but you get the impression that's really what everybody wants to know. So is it worth the time and money to study at university? I think it's a really good question because it is a lot of both, isn't it? To take time out of your life and um, and also to spend that money. It's an investment, isn't it, in your future? So I do think there is an element on the student has to do their own research and, and be sort of secure in themselves that they're making the right choice of the course and things they want to do. Having said that, um, you know, come to these events and speak to us and look on our website because we are so happy to help facilitate that. I think that's one of the benefits of being at RGU that we're quite a quite a small but um, connected university. So if I speak to a student that says, look, I'm really interested in data analytics, but I don't know, I don't know what programming tool I'll be using. And I'll say, look, I don't know the details of that, but let me put you in touch with a course leader who maybe be able to help you. And then you'll understand, is this actually where I want to position myself in the future? So there is, what I mean is there is access to that information and you can have that conversation either with us about the lifestyle and coming to Scotland and what it's going to be like in Aberdeen or the course specifically, if you really want to look at the new, the next sort of layer of, of um, career. And I think that the reality is the world in which we are living in, there is an expectation that people will have a university level qualification. And so by that alone, it's really important that you meet even the, the kind of the, the minimum expectations um, for entering the workforce. And in days gone by, that wasn't a university degree, but over time, we're seeing more and more employers that will be something that they will state as as standard. So there's, you know, it's worth it to to have it from that point of view to to kind of be in the conversation about getting the good jobs. But then all the skills and the knowledge that you'll get in that experience and that maturity and that growth that you've just mentioned there, Julie, um, you know, that's that's what makes the difference. That's what helps you kind of impress the employer. So yes, you've ticked the box, you've got the degree. But it's what you've learned about yourself, about your subject, that network that you mentioned there. Um, all, all of those things are, are the, the things that, you know, kind of really make it worth the, the time and money. One thing I would say, though, if you are a self-funding student, it feels like a lot of money. And it is a lot of money. I'm not suggesting otherwise. So there can be a real dilemma because you might be somebody that's already earning money and you're thinking about, you know, taking a career break and coming into university. You might be, as say, an international student and it's a significant investment that perhaps your family are, are helping you make. So you really want to understand that kind of value for money. And something that I'm, I feel a lot of students have as an expectation is I've given you that money and I expect an instant kind of return on that so it's quite transactional and um, so my kind of thing that I would share based on the conversations that I've had um, is just to kind of measure that expectation good will come 
from it but nobody is born an adult it's it's you know there are some real success stories that you'll hear of students walking into this fantastic position pre graduation sometimes and, and actually RGU that does happen quite a lot but for a lot of people that investment of your time and money is going to pay off in two years or five years or sometimes even 10 years and um, so it's about being realistic uh, about that and managing your expectations your parents expectations and and just not putting yourself under that pressure but knowing that because you've made that investment of your time and money you will be rewarded and I think I would add in here, just because we're talking about money, um, I was filtering through some of our scholarship applications last night. Um, we are invested in several different scholarships for self-funding students. And I think it is worth having a look at those if you are self-funding and making the most of, um, of applying for those. You know, when you have 500 words to write about yourself, really sell yourself, don't waste that opportunity. Um, because some of them, you know, where um, it looked like the person couldn't be bothered. And I think if you've got that one chance, spend that, you know, 20 minutes writing something about yourself and what makes you stand out from the crowd, because you never know, you could be um, shortlisted into a scholarship pot, which will certainly help towards fees. So that would be another tip, I think. OK, so we'll move on to the next one. I'll ask it bluntly because it's never asked quite like this, but um, it is kind of danced around when I speak to people at um, exhibitions and things. But it is around, will I be accepted? I'm going to be an international student. Is that going to be unusual on campus? Will people be welcoming and kind to me? And just areas like that. So I kind of wanted to, to sort of touch upon that one. Yeah, I was at a university of um, just under 30,000 people and I really felt like a dot in a crowd. It was a very different oriented university, very kind of research oriented. It, it felt that there was quite a lot of interest in their position and their success as opposed to my position and, and my success. Um, so that was quite that was quite hard. And when I came to RGU to work, it just it never fails to amaze me just that sense of community and awareness that our academic colleagues have of I'm not going to say every single person in their class, but a really healthy kind of awareness of their their um, their students um, at an individual level and a real sense of that they're you know they're rooting for for the students they're rooting for them to do well and um, they're rooting for them to be successful they're happily share their network of contacts with our students so that the students can benefit from uh, our, our colleagues kind of experience and and you know what they've done in in their um careers and i think that was a you know that's something that comes across to me having worked for the university for over 10 years now it still never fails to amaze me that kind of palpable sense of you know we've got you that comes through from from an academic colleague so i think that definitely helps people and um, feel that they'll be accepted and um the other thing a, a, about that is that even in a small university if you feel that you're different you might feel that you are the only person that has you know those religious beliefs that you have or those um, you know, the only people from your country or the only people from your, you know, your kind of ideology. And that can feel quite isolating, even in a small university of 16,000 people. And I think that kind of feeling of being accepted is, it, it's again about looking for the support that is available to you. As Julie mentioned, we've got really fantastic um, student support services. We've also got a really wonderful um, students union that's got a range of clubs and societies 
Um, the university is committed to inclusion, so that really encompasses um, things around um, gender and sexual identity and you know, making sure that everyone feels that they've got a place and that they've got a voice. Um, so I think that, is the, that can be you know, a, a real comfort to people who are sitting at home just now thinking, I, I'm, I currently feel different from the people around me or I know I'm going to be different um, from the people that I'm going to be around, how will I fit in and, you know, how, who, who will support me? There's there's really a lot of that that is available for you um, once you join us. Yeah, and I think what I like about it as well is it is a community, isn't it? It's a campus community. So those um, sort of groups and communities and get togethers that you're referring to can include staff as well as students um, from across the university. So it's quite nice that everybody gets the opportunity to to sort of have that support and that camaraderie together for different aspects of what they're interested in for a start as opposed to their their feelings or beliefs. Like we said earlier kind of sharing that and other people learning and benefiting from you being part of our community as much as you'll benefit from you know being part of the community it's 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 for all our students that mix that mixing that you will do through your studies through the way that our academic colleagues will organize you in things like group works and so on but then also in that extracurricular stuff that you might do so whether that's through being a part of a club or a society or a sports team or perhaps living in student accommodation and and you know becoming familiar with your your neighbors and their backgrounds and their interests and and um so on it's a uh, it's it's definitely something that will um, enhance your experience if you kind of make the most of it. And I think as the city of Aberdeen sort of homes a lot of the oil and gas hubs, doesn't it, for Europe? So there is quite a lot of nationalities in the city anyway. Um, and so because of that, even outside of campus, there is a lot of communities and things. I have a friend who is from Greece and she's just started um, or just joined the Greek Society in Aberdeen, uh, which I think is mostly um, Scottish people, if I'm honest, that just want to know about Greek culture and Greek food. But um, she really I'm enjoys the it. food. <laughs> not going to lie. That's right. She loves it. And she goes and teaches a little bit of the language and things just for people that are interested in that. And there's there's examples of that. Um, all over Aberdeen as well which is really nice. Well I think we're, we're kind of coming towards the end of our, our time together and um, I guess we've kind of left maybe the most difficult question to the end and again this is phrased in a very blunt fashion um, but will it be hard Julie? Yeah <laughs> it's a good question isn't it because um, you know, as you said, we've already sort of touched on it's a big investment potentially for friends and family and things that are sending you overseas and it's that year out of your life or four if you're coming for your undergrad. Um, so, yeah, I think if we're honest, you are coming to do a university degree. Make no bones about it. It's going to be tough. You're going to have some long days. It's going to be difficult. Um, I think it's it's worth it. Um, we've both done our undergraduates and master's degrees, so we know that these are, are difficult. Um, we've had those late nights trying to finish assignments and stuff. Um, yeah, it, it is hard, but gosh, how rewarding to to do it though and to to be done. Absolutely, that is so true. As much as it is hard, as much as it involves that time management and being organised, and sometimes making sacrifices. Um, whether that's to your time, whether that's being far from your family um, and so on. We're not going to lie and say that it's not going to be hard, but it is going to be worth it and you will be rewarded. So it's definitely a good thing to do.
Yeah, and I think all the other things that we talked about, you know, it will be a time that hopefully you'll remember. If we go back to that first question, you've made the most of your year and you've made some great friends. And now you have a friend who lives in Greece, one who lives in Saudi Arabia, one who lives in Aberdeen, one who lives in America. You know, what a great sort of future experience to, to have that network for the rest of your life as well as having these new skills and to have progressed in your career. So, yeah, I think um, in that sense, it is hard, but I think it's worth it. Fantastic. Oh, well, thanks, Julie. I've really enjoyed asking the unasked questions <laughs> and, and addressing some of these things. And hopefully they've been a massive help to our listeners as well. Um, we've covered a lot of ground here, but just to remind you of some of the other resources that are available to you, then the RGU website has an absolute wealth of um, information there. So do visit www.rgu.ac.uk. Julie mentioned earlier that we've got our Chat Tech Current student platform that is accessible through the website as well. So really great um, opportunity for you to speak to students who are often just 12 months ahead of you. Then, you know, 12 months ago, they were sat where you are now wondering these unasked questions and um, do kind of keep up to date with all the events that RGU will be offering over um, the coming months that's simply by visiting the website and going to the event section we have a real mix of events from pre-arrival information to student panels to subject specific um, and admissions live chats so definitely check out what is coming up um, in the future the top tip I think I would end with is uh, read your emails because we send, we signpost students to all of these things because it sounds like, what? That's a lot of information. Anything that's relevant to you, we will send it to you by email. So don't skim read them, don't skip over them or think I'll read it later. Just read it because it might have, oh, listen to this or make sure you do this or here's a top tip for you um, or here's a pre-arrival guide information, which is also very helpful for students coming because it gives you that um, initial kind of ideas before you arrive. So just, yeah, read your emails. <laughs> yeah, it's all there, isn't it? It's all yeah. there. Yeah, that's right. Okay, everyone, thanks so much for your interest in Robert Gordon University. And um, from Julie, myself, our team in the student recruitment team, the whole university, we look forward to welcoming you in the future. Thank you.